Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. It is the JR Sport Brief Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio. I'm coming to you live from Atlanta, Georgia. Thank you so much to super producer and host Ryan Hickey. He's holding down for us on the boards in New York City. I'll be rolling with you for the next three hours. It's a four-hour show. I get started every single weekday at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 Pacific. So if you're on the East Coast, the West Coast, down South, Midwest, Canada, mountains, desert, everything in between, hello, Alaska, hello, Hawaii. Uh, what's up, Mexico? I know my friends who somehow, some way listen in Europe. Thank you so, so much. You can always tune in on the free Odyssey app, your local CBS Sports Radio affiliate, Sirius XM Channel 158, and everybody locked in on a smart speaker. You can go ahead and take a listen there as well. Okay, unfortunately, what was supposed to be good news and a celebratory moment today in Kansas City devolved into another tragedy as the Kansas City Chiefs post-Super Bowl parade, post-victory rally, Post-ceremony, right at the conclusion, there was unfortunately uh, another deadly shooting right outside of a Union Station. Uh, One person has been reported to be deceased. There are 20-plus people who were injured, uh, including multiple children. Uh, As of uh, recently, there was a press conference held about 20 minutes ago. Uh, There are three individuals in, in police custody. We don't have any additional details as relates to motive. Uh, but but certainly not what anyone expected going in to celebrate uh, the Kansas City Chiefs and their parade. The Kansas City Chiefs put out a statement uh, thanking law enforcement for, for t- making sure everyone is fine. They said everyone related and involved in the organization is okay. Uh, there were reportedly uh, 800,000 people uh, in attendance at the rally, and amongst those 800,000 people, they're said to be at least or approximately 800 uh, officers 
are there to to help, obviously help manage and, and moderate this event and keep people safe. And it appears that whoever got to shooting or whatever individuals got to shooting, uh, they did it in, in plain sight, didn't care about the officers. Patrick Mahomes uh, shot out a message, put out a message uh, on social media on X. Uh, he basically said praying for Kansas City. And the players were having a, a, a good old time, and it's unfortunate this has to end in just another shooting tragedy, uh, not in Kansas City, but overall, unfortunately, in the United States of America. So we'll, we'll keep you updated as we continue on uh, with the show to see if we get additional news. I'm sure that maybe we won't have additional news until tomorrow or, or several days uh, after this. Right before we went to break, we told you about Steve Wilkes. Uh, now he is the former defensive coordinator for the San Francisco 49ers. As, as Ryan Hickey pointed out, they had some uh, difficult starts here uh, in the postseason, both against the Green Bay Packers and against the Detroit Lions. And now he has gotten the boot. I, I would go a little bit deeper than that. I would say that Kyle Shanahan got a little bit of beef with him or maybe vice versa. Uh, so he will be looking for a new defensive coordinator after one season we know D'Amico Ryan's left last year and he found a whole lot of success he found playoff success or at least going to the playoffs uh with the the Houston Texans and CJ Stroud who they selected number two overall in the draft last year as we continue on with the show it is Wednesday which means I am going to share with you a new top six list uh, based on the game this past Sunday we know that the Kansas City Chiefs, they have established themselves as a brand-new dynasty, uh, a growing dynasty. We know they want to add on and do more. And so when we get here about an hour from now, I want to talk to you about just really some of the best dynasties that we have ever witnessed and seen in the world of sports. I'm thinking about teams, team sports, teams that have come by and just dominated the competition for multiple years. And so we have that conversation coming up in an hour. And about 15 minutes from now, we're going to have a conversation with Doug Whaley. He's a former Buffalo Bills general manager. Uh, get his insight on dynasties and building. And then at one point in time, he also worked with the XFL in a managerial position. So Doug Whaley is going to come through and join us in 15 minutes. But I do want to bring, bring this to light. Uh, amongst or outside, I should say, of Steve Wilkes, uh, getting the boot, Steve Wilkes getting fired, no longer defensive coordinator of the San Francisco 49ers, that, yeah, there's, there's been a lot of heat on Kyle Shanahan. And for the past two days, it's revolved around whether or not his players were aware of the overtime rules, of which uh, several said they were not. Uh, Kyle Shanahan's defense of it yesterday, Kyle Shanahan said, well, I, I make the decisions. I spoke to the analytics department. Uh, my coaches spoke to the players. I didn't necessarily need to do it. And then just his, his overall approach to receive the ball and just giving it to, to Patrick Mahomes to just win it on a last-second drive, which is, is what they did. Now, one thing we know about technology is that cameras are everywhere. Everybody's just about mic'd up. There are no secrets. There's nothing hidden. The NFL can continue to monetize it in a fun way where we can certainly go ahead and talk about it. And so we know that inside the NFL films has done a tremendous job for decades in, in documenting Super Bowls and big games. And Sunday was no different. 
and we actually got released footage from inside the NFL that, that takes a look at the 49ers' decision to receive the ball and the Kansas City Chiefs' decision to just say, wow, we're shocked that they're doing this. Uh, in the clip that you're about to hear, you're going to hear Kyle Shanahan go, yeah, 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 we want the ball. You're going to hear Patrick Mahomes go, y'all are doing what we want. You'll hear Travis Kelsey go, yeah, you're doing what we want. And then you're going to hear check who plays for the 49ers, go, oh, I didn't I didn't know that that was a rule. Take a listen to this, courtesy, inside the NFL. We want the ball, Fred. San Francisco, you are still the visitors. What is your call? Tails again. He called tails again. It is tails. You want the ball? Which way do you want to kick? We're going to kick that way. San Francisco, we received first and overtime. Good luck, gentlemen. They want it. They want the ball. They wanted it. Hey, they wanted it. They wanted it, baby. We want them to have the ball. They want it, they can have it. Hey, even if we score a touchdown, they still get the ball. I didn't know that. If we won the toss, we were going to kick off, too. We got what we wanted. Yeah. Shot. Surprise. They basically played right and directly into their hands and it's just it's it's mind-numbing like why why do you want to give the ball to Patrick Mahomes to just just eat you alive like he's the one quarterback and I, I say this all the time I put quarterbacks in three categories it's the ones that you fear at the end of the game you don't want them to have the ball they're the quarterbacks who you are afraid from the beginning of the game before the game even starts that they are just absolutely going to throw the game away by throwing the ball to the other team. And then their quarterbacks who are just, just in the middle. On any given Sunday, you don't know whether they're going to win you the game or lose you the game. Well, I think we know where, what category Patrick Mahomes falls in. He is in the best category. He is one of the guys that you have to fear. And I put him at the top of that list, flat and period. And it looked like we were going to be on our way to another overtime if they didn't get the job done. But having said that, clock was running and the Chiefs got it done before the clock expired. Now, me personally, don't care. Someone who thinks the clock issue needs to be adjusted, someone who's not a fan of the clock running, is Tiki Barber. I don't know, maybe Tiki wants it to be like college. Let's take a listen to what Tiki had to say about these new overtime rules in the NFL playoffs. This is from WFA in New York. The new NFL overtime rule in the playoffs is nonsense. Oh, it's absolute nonsense. Really? Okay. To make the clock mean nothing is nonsense. So you think the clock should have ended the game? The clock has to end the game. I understand why they do it this way because you want to be fair. But it takes all urgency out of football. Some of the greatest moments in the NFL. It's end of half Hail Marys mm-hmm. or end of half urgency to get a f- get in the field goal position. We've got to move the ball 40 yards, get to the 35-yard line, run the kicker out there, kick a field goal. We go into halftime. We have momentum. That's urgency. Why? Because there's a clock ticking down. Let's think about the end of game. You get into overtime in the playoffs and you take all of that 
and you just throw it away. Mm. All right, you're guaranteed a possession. If your possession takes, you know, 22 minutes, good luck, right? Because guess what? The other team's going to get a possession too. The clock has no purpose. Right. Like, I hate that because football in my mind is it's competing against the component of the opponent, but it's also competing against like these forces that constrain you. Right, and it's the field, it's the it's the officials, and it's the clock. And overtime in the in the NFL playoffs, they have neutered the clock, and it makes no sense to me. Yeah, I I don't agree. I mean, that's that's why we got regulation. It's it's regulation. That's why we have a clock and regulation. If you can't get the job done, and regulation, it, it in essence moves into to sudden death. And the clock does serve a purpose. The, the clock, you're not fighting the clock. That was the point in regulation. I think going into, into the, the overtime period, there are breaks. You know, I don't think it'll ever happen because the players will be gassed. I think they will be tired. Overtime in the playoffs is, is like an additional game. You, you can keep going and going into additional quarters. We will not see it. But they could have gone into a, a second overtime and played another 15 minutes. And then they could have had almost a third overtime. And, I mean, you got breaks in between each quote-unquote overtime similar to you have or similar as you do in, in quarters. Are we going to get that? I don't think so. I mean, we can look at the faces of the San Francisco 49ers as their defense was being walked down the field. These dudes were gassed. And so, hey, I know Tiki. I like Tiki. I got no problem with Tiki, but I disagree with him. I, I, I like the fact that it can be sudden death. I got no problem with how they've adjusted the rules at all. Uh, I think it's actually better that another team gets the rock and that it ends. Uh, what are we supposed to do? You know, play un, until the last, last second? Just just run all the way? And No, it's, it's the point of regulation. If you can't get the job done, if nobody has the upper hand, after 60 minutes, it's very, very simple. The rules have now changed. They've been adjusted. Go for the jugular. And the clock is outside of the, is out the window, outside of having structure to have another overtime and basically give everybody a quick rest before you do it again. And in the case of the Super Bowl and the playoffs where you're going to have a winner, it's, man, we ain't going to three and four overtimes. It's, it's just beyond me. Hickey, what are your thoughts? Do, do you care at all? I do care. Um, that's partly, I mean, I do care about a lot of stupid things, to be honest. So this would fall in there. I never thought of what Tiki was saying until I heard him say it. And now that I think about it, I, I like what he's saying, to be honest. Like, I don't, I was never a proponent of giving both teams the ball. I didn't think it was necessary. I thought both would happen to Mahomes. Um, against the Patriots in 2018 and then Josh Allen and the Bills in, what was that, 2021, whenever, mm -hmm. when they both couldn't touch the ball and lost. For me, it's like partly like that's what you get for having bad defenses. If your defense can't get a stop, I don't think you should automatically be rewarded or have that not mean as much by the other offense getting the ball no matter what. I kind of like the fact that a touchdown would lose the game. It's a touchdown, right? Saying three points, it's a full – if you can't stop the other team in the biggest drive of the game from going right down the field – you don't deserve to win. And so what Tiki's saying, if you're going to give both teams the ball, I don't hate the idea that you get one quarter, if the clock runs out and it's tied, okay, we go to second overtime, but if the 49ers, let's say, took eight and a half minutes 
of overtime. They kick a field goal, and now Patrick Mahomes has it, and he only has a minute and a half to score to either set a double overtime or try to win the game. I think like the, that should matter because your defense should get penalized if they couldn't you know, get off the field for eight and a half minutes of overtime. Yeah, but if Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs don't score in the third second, they lose. And so the clock does matter. It, it does serve a purpose. You, you got 15 minutes to get the job done. If you don't do it, you lost. And, but if, if what's, the, what's the point of, of fighting up? I, what am I missing here? Fighting up against the clock. If they don't score, they lose. Right, but like it also adds to Tiki's point urgency where it's like, I mean, they scored with what? I think three seconds left in overtime, the Miko Harvey touchdown. Three seconds left. But yes. like if, let's just say the game ended, that I think changes the strategy. And like if you weren't going to, let's just say, the second quarter of overtime, quote unquote, if it was, hey, these three seconds expire, if you don't score, the game's over. Just like kind of what we saw at end of regulation, that changed the way the Chiefs approached. You know, their play calling where they were a little bit more conservative because they knew, look, we got to get a field goal here to at least extend this game. I wonder if their play calling changes if instead of just rolling over to the second quarter, those six seconds keep ticking. It's like, oh, my God, we got to, you know, we'll kick the field goal now and play for double overtime. Yeah, I just I just don't think that that if that's the case. Why why should we have the same rules as regulation? Isn't the fact of going into overtime, isn't it supposed to be different? Isn't it supposed to be approached as, hey, you neither one of y'all got the job done in regulation, and so now we're going to alter the rules in that, in that how it is or how it should be? I No, I agree, which is why like I was proponent for if you want to have a touchdown, end the game, like the other mm. team's not guaranteed possession, I'm all for it. I think that should right. end the game, honestly, if your defense can't get a stop. Um, I'm not here for both teams getting the ball no matter what. I don't like that strategy. Yeah. I, it, it, when it, when they first changed it up, I had that same thought. It's like, hey, why are we changing the rules because the Buffalo Bills didn't get the ball? This is what we've been looking at forever. Why do we have to go about adjusting things now? But when you got these high stakes back and forth games, I think something as simple as, hey, I got my chance, and then you got yours. And, hey, offense, defense, everybody's side of the ball has their chance to, to get the job done. It's, like, tough. You screwed up. You should have got the job done in regulation. Uh, let's see if the NFL changes the rule. I, I, I doubt it based on the fact that they, they just did. 855-212-4CBS. When we come back from break, we're going to have a conversation with someone who used to run the Buffalo Bills. Doug Whaley. Is going to join us. It's the JR Sport Brief Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio. It's also a good opportunity to let you know that this past Sunday, Popeyes fans watched a perfect pairing of Popeyes commercial during the big game and their new lineup of crispy on the outside, juicy on the inside wings. Order any of their five delicious flavors today. Doug Whaley on the other side. It's the JR Sport Brief Show on CBS Sports Radio. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. 
There's joy in every journey. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. It's the JR Sport Brief show here with you on CBS Sports Radio. We know quite a day in the world of sports, quite a day in, in Kansas City. It certainly has been uh, an eventful week, all the way from the Super Bowl to the uh, terrible events today following this a shooting in Kansas City post-parade. We also have NFL news. We've learned that the 49ers, things uh, continue to go on in, in their world uh, following the loss. No longer Steve Wilkes. We got a lot of folks looking forward uh, to the draft. And so, yeah, the NFL world uh, does not stop. It continues on. Joining us right now on the line, we're chatting it up with someone who's a former general manager for the Buffalo Bills, uh, pro personnel coordinator, for the Pittsburgh Steelers. He is now working with the newly formed UFL. It is Western Pennsylvania's own uh, Doug Whaley. Doug, Doug, thank you for taking the time. Appreciate you, man. Oh, no, thanks for having me. And like you said, uh, hearts and, and prayers and good vibes going to all the victims of that uh, horrible incident in, in Kansas City. Yeah, most certainly. And, and we know football is, and, and, and you play, the, the game has been a part of your life just flattened, period. This it's it's communal. It's community. A, a lot of times the people that you're in the locker room with, you you spend more time with them. You spend more time at the office than your own your own folks and family. And the Chiefs put out a message saying that, you know, all of their players were accounted for. We know that there is not one life more valuable uh, than the next. But can you just talk about how tightly woven, you know, teams can be, especially those months when you start going from July until January and possibly February. Yeah. And you said it, it to me, sports in general is the one medium in this world that can cross pollinate people from different socioeconomic backgrounds, different religious backgrounds, different colors, different creeds, but you're coming together to accomplish one goal and everybody is sacrificing time with their family sacrificing effort, sacrificing blood, sweat, and tears to, like I said, reach that common goal, and that is to be the best at what you do. And that's, in this case, is winning a a Super Bowl and an NFL championship. And to be able to, everybody lay down their differences at the door and really buy into one agenda and accomplish that above everybody else that is in the world, it's something that, you can't really put in the world words. And it's, it's funny to me because I hear people say, you just won the Super Bowl. How does that feel? I'm just not eloquent enough, and I wasn't an English major to put it in the words. But I would just always say like this. If your ultimate goal was, to, it was accomplished and you were crowned the best in the world at something, that's what it feels like. And, but you put so much effort into it. And in a team sport, it's not just individual. You have to share it with your teammates. That's what makes it so special. The former NFL exec Doug Whaley is here with us, the JR Sport Re Show on CBS Sports Radio. We know the Kansas City Chiefs, they walked away with another Vince Lombardi on, on Sunday, and we know the 49ers are now in the, the aftermath. Kyle Shanahan answering questions about 
uh, the big game. Can he win the big game? We know that Steve Wilkes was let go. Are there any additional changes that you see coming with the Niners? And what are your thoughts on the release of Steve Wilkes? I, I, I look at it this way. I would see no major changes coming, maybe some minor twinks here. Obviously, whoever comes in as their defensive coordinator may bring a couple staff members. But, uh, I mean, they made it to the Super Bowl. So there's minor tweaks I couldn't see, and, and I was surprised that he let uh, Steve Wilkes go because you would want to try to run it back and just learn from the lessons and the mistakes that you made throughout the year, but more importantly, in that game. So to me, it's not a sense of urgency and not a sense of panic as in to make wholesale changes. I would think it would be more fine-tuning and learning to how to take that next step or if you're in that position again, be able to make different calls to hopefully for a different outcome. Well, Doug, we know with success comes more problems. We know with more money comes more problems. Biggie told us that a long time ago. We learned today before the tragedy, Chris Jones yelled to everybody, that he's going to return, that he's going to come back. Not, not, not a guarantee there. What are your thoughts on the Kansas City Chiefs moving forward? What do they need to do roster-wise to get back to the spot next year? Well, I look at it this way. When you have the best quarterback in the league and you're paying him like that, the onus really is on the GM and the personnel to really stack that roster with, I wouldn't say cheap, but inexpensive talent, and you do that through the draft. Because and when you look at it in totality, besides your quarterback, you could probably pay three other positions. And if Chris Jones is one of them, Travis Kelsey, and they may be able to pay someone else on the offensive line. Other than that, you have to be able to hit on all of your draft choices, but more importantly, that fourth through seventh round. And that's where you get your special teams guys. That's where you get your backup guys that if injuries happen – then you can have them come in and the level of expectation hasn't dipped. And they've done that in the past. Look at Rice, look at Pacheco. All those guys they've hit on in the later rounds, and that's why they can continue that success. If you start paying your quarterback and your franchise quarterback, and that's why everybody talks about the window of making a run with a quarterback on a rookie deal because you can surround them with some high-priced veterans or pay your second contract guys the premium. But once you start paying that quarterback, you have to be very judicious on where you spend your money. But like I said, you really have to hit on that draft. Well, Doug, having said that, and with your experience uh, running the Buffalo Bills, it it makes me automatically think about Brock Purdy, who we know is is still on a minimum, and there might come a point in time where they're going to have to pay him 40, 45. I guess this this upcoming year will dictate how much he's going to get paid. How is that going to adjust things in San Francisco if he continues to have the same type of success? If he continues having the same type of success, then the onus has to be on two things. One, from him going to, from him transforming to what everybody says, a game manager, to being that guy like Patrick Mahomes. Because, again, you won't be able to put all those exceptionally talented pieces around him. And without those exceptionally talented pieces, the the onus goes on his back. So he's got to be the reason why they win after he gets paid instead of the reason why he's helping the team win. And that's the difference. And that's why those guys that get paid so much money, they who much is given, much is expected. And that's why it is important for him to fast-track his development, so when he is getting paid, people will will stop having that conversation of, 
oh, it's because of the system. Oh, it's because of the people around them. Oh, it's because of the, uh, the this coach and the play calling. No, it's going to be about him if he develops that way. But when it's about him, it truly has to be him to propel them, just like Patrick Mahomes did with Kansas City Chiefs. Think about early in the season. Their offense wasn't clicky. The, special, uh, the specialists around him were not playing very well, and they got rid of Tyreek Hill. But in the end, when it came down to it, it was Patrick Mahomes putting that team on his debt back with Kelsey and taking them to the promised land. And that's why you pay that guy the money he gets paid. Former Bills exec Doug Whaley is here with us the chair of Sport Be Show on CBS Sports Radio. Man, you, you were there with the Buffalo Bills, and, and you helped usher in the current era that they're in now, whether it be working with Sean McDermott, and we also now see the, the quarterback who is there in, in Josh Allen. What are your thoughts on the Buffalo Bills, and how do they get past the boogeyman of Mahomes? I, I, I hate to say it, but the Buffalo Bills and Josh Allen are basically, you name any basketball player that was great that played in the Jordan Harris. They're just going up against Michael Jordan. And that's unfortunate because if he, Josh Allen and the Buffalo Bills, you take that team and put him and that team in any other era, they would be going to at least one to maybe multiple Super Bowls. It's just unfortunate across the whole AFC and, and the whole NFL that they are just in the era of Patrick Mahomes. And I can't sit here and tell you that what, what else they could do because everybody's like, well, they didn't run the ball before. And those last five or six games, when Cook got going, they started running the ball. Then it was, well, they didn't have enough design runs for Josh Allen to be Josh Allen. In the playoffs, he started running the ball. He stopped turning it over. So he was doing everything they can. But when you come against the, the greatest of all time, it doesn't matter what you do. He's the greatest of all time. So it's unfortunate, like, again, not only for Buffalo, but for the whole NFL right now. Well, Doug, we, we see some teams that have kind of been in that space of Mahomes, haven't been able to get over the hump, whether it's the Bills or the Ravens. And there are some, some other teams in the AFC, maybe in their own division, that in the future might start punching them around just a little bit. We know Harbaugh uh, joining the Chargers. We know Antonio now full-time. Uh, with the Raiders, do you see any type of shift, anybody going up, anybody going down in, in the next season? Well, I, I look at when I look at a team, I look straight at the quarterback. So for me, if, if the, the Chargers would be the one that could, with, John Har- with Harbaugh and the, the quarterback, Herbert, that is a team I could see giving the Kansas City a true legitimate push, just like the Buffalo Bills do every year. It's it's a dogfight. And with uh, the quarterback position, you have to start there. And they have a quarterback that has shown talent in the past. Now he's got to be able to put that talent in a position to lead his team to battle against the Titans of the AFC West, which is the Kansas City Chiefs and Patrick Mahomes. That right now would be with – Jim Harbaugh coming in there, the one team that I think could battle them for supremacy of AFC West. Doug Whaley here with us, former Buffalo Bills executive. I know you're, you're Pittsburgh through and through, Doug. I got to ask you about them Steelers. You talk about quarterback, and we know that Tomlin is back. We know that they still have to find a QB. How do they remedy that? What are some of their best options? Well, the be- I, I mean, you got to look at one. You got to look in the draft. I think that's got to be an option that they they really look at. Two is bringing in a, a veteran. 
Uh, so you have that. You have a, a third-year guy in Kenny Pickett that's still trying to get his footing and live up to his potential of being the 20th pick in the first round. Bring in a veteran. A lot of people are saying Tannehill with the natural connection with Arthur Smith, the new offensive coordinator, and then maybe even a younger guy with, uh, in the draft. So you'll have three different levels and different distinct quarterback types because when you look at their roster, especially I think they had either the highest or second-highest played defense, but it's aging. They have talent at the skill positions with Pickens and with Friermuth and Najee Harris. And, and, and so those pieces are there in Deontay Johnson. It's just they have to get a competent to above-competent quarterback play to really have a puncher's chance. Now, that's easier said than done. I always say football is an easy game if you have a quarterback, but it's a hard thing to find that quarterback. So this is going to be a very influential offseason for them and, more importantly, for Kenny Pickett's quarterback development. Now, do they bring back Mason Rudolph, which obviously won their last three games, propelled them into the, the playoffs? Now, that is, throws in another dynamic. Does bringing back Mason Rudolph divide that locker room? with some of them behind Pickett and mm. some of them behind Mason. That's the type of stuff that us from the outside can speculate, and you really don't know until you're inside that building and inside those walls to be able to make the correct decision on that. The former NFL exec Doug Whaley here with us, the JR Sport Show on CBS Sports Radio. You would be very well familiar with all the, the, the politics, et cetera. You're now also working with the newly formed uh, UFL. Fill us in on that. Well, the way we're looking at being a part of the football ecosystem. And obviously, the NFL is one of the few sports that doesn't have a minor league system. And for us, we're looking at just being a, 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 a faction of this overall macro sport that we all love and be able to, as I say, do one or two things. Give people a springboard to go to the ultimate goal, which is the NFL. And we're not only talking players. We're talking officials. We're talking coaches. We're talking scouts. We're talking performance we're talking medical trainers all those guys or still have if they don't get to that level have a soft landing where they can say i reached the ultimate goal and play professional football but also have uh, income coming in and decide what they want to do later on in their life if they after two or three years so between helping just grow the game and helping people achieve what they've always wanted to achieve since they're little we think it's a great addition to the American sports scene. And as they say, what's better than football? More football. Hey, we, we appreciate that. And thank you, Doug, for sharing that information. What are we looking like when it comes to, to launch and being able to tune in? Where can people find out more to keep up to date? Okay. Well, uh, camp starts uh, the 23rd of this month. Our first opening weekend will be March 30th and 31st. We'll be on Fox. ESPN, ABC, and ESPN2. So uh, you can see us. We'll have a 10-game season starting March 30th in the uh, 1st of June, have a week of playoffs and a championship game in the middle of June. So please turn tune in. If you're in any of the cities that uh, we have uh, franchises, we will be playing in-market. It's family-friendly fun, and it's cheap. And it's uh, something I think you should just, like I said, there'll be some names that you know and some names you don't know, but there'll be some names that you may uh, discover that go on to the NFL or stay there and produce at a high level. But it'll definitely be entertaining. Awesome. Doug, I appreciate you taking the time. I know not necessarily the best of circumstances, 
But I thank you for your time and, and, and providing your expertise. Thank you. No doubt. Thanks for having me anytime, my man. There you go. That is Doug Whaley, former executive in the NFL, helped construct and put together the Buffalo Bills, is right out of Pittsburgh, and is also now an executive with the UFL. You're listening to the JR Sport Re Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio. The UFL isn't the only new creation in the world of sports. Uh, Adam Silver, we all know that the NBA All-Star Game is going to go down this Sunday and this weekend, all the festivities in Indianapolis. Well, Adam Silver spoke. He started speaking to the media. He had a chat with Pat McAfee, and Adam Silver gave us an update on something else that might be new, specifically in the NBA. I'll fill you in on what it is on the other side. It's the JR Sport Re Show on CBS Sports Radio. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. It's the JR Sport Brief show here with you on CBS Sports Radio. 855-212-4CBS. It's 855-212-4CBS. Thank you so much to former NFL executive Doug Whaley uh, for joining us in the last break. Some uh, great conversations surrounding the, the potential futures of teams like the San Francisco 49ers who relieved their defensive coordinator, Steve Wilkes, of his job today, uh, talked about what things might happen with Brock Purdy, Look at or took a look at the, the champions, now two-time champion, Kansas City Chiefs, looked at the Buffalo Bills, the team he formerly ran, talked about the Steelers and the Chargers, and we got some great information and insight from a former executive in the NFL. And now he's working with the UFL, uh, which is going to be launching very, very soon. So if you're not tired of football and you want more, 
the, the UFL is going to be in action soon. If you missed that interview with Doug Whaley, please go ahead and hit rewind on the free Odyssey app. At the top of the hour, it's going to be time to share with you a new top six list. I told you the Kansas City Chiefs, yes, this iteration has won three championships. They've won two consecutive championships. Next year, they're going to be going for three consecutive championships. You can consider the Kansas City Chiefs to be a dynasty. Easy. I'm going to give you a top six list of some of the best dynasties that we have seen in the world of sports. That top six list is coming at the top of the hour. I also mentioned Adam Silver. Looks like he has some news that he uh, wants to be sharing about the, the NBA and potential expansion. But I think let's get to that ap- after the top six list. 855-212-4CBS. Kingfish is calling from Arkansas. You're on the JR Sport Brief Show. Yeah, hey, JR. Um, hey, you, before you had your gentleman from Buffalo, you were talking about the, the overtime and how it was confusing. And I want to say something that, that the re- we don't have a problem with the athletes, with the quarterbacks. They're good enough to beat Mahomes. We have a problem with the coaching, with situational coaching. Them firing the defensive coordinator was not the reason they lost the game. Is I will tell you specifically where they lost the game. It was the last possession uh, of the game before overtime where uh, 49ers had the ball down there. They had uh, a third. They ran it twice. They first down, they got six yards on the first time. They ran the exact same play on the second down, which they shouldn't have done. They should just run it on the opposite side, but they ran the same play. They got stuff, so they had third and four. Well, it's two minutes to go. What you got to do at that point, you do not want to give Mahomes the ball ever again, either at the end of the game or you don't want to give him a guaranteed possession in overtime because he's the favorite. So at the point where they had third and four, if Shanahan wanted to take the Bulls by the horn, that was the opportunity to win the game. You've got two downs to get four yards. You can run it with McCaffrey on either side. You get that first down. You run out the clock, you kick a field goal, you win the Super Bowl. Why would you want to give it back to Mahomes? You know Mahomes is with four downs is going to get either a field goal or a touchdown to regulation. And then if he only gets the field goal in overtime, you're giving him another possession of which he has the advantage. So I've seen this happen three times in the last six years where these coaches do not play to win. They, they, they kick the field goal. They give the ball back, and then they just wishful thinking, hope, hope something's going to work out. And I just I don't think it's the players. It's the coaching. These guys make too much money to be making these kind of decisions. And then he fires the defensive coordinator to take well, the heat I don't for it. Think, I don't think he, he fired him specifically to take the heat for it. I think he fired Steve Wilkes because they have some beef that we probably aren't privy to. And if you take a look and dive into the stats and dive into the numbers, it's, it's without a shadow of a doubt of uh, their performance here in the playoffs defensively wasn't up to par with what their average was throughout the course of the year. Now, you just heard this from Doug Whaley as well. Is, is that a reason to have fired him? I don't, I don't think so. You know, Hickey said that he thinks it's, it's deserved. Now, what do they do next year? I have no idea because the buck is going to stop. Uh, with Kyle Shanahan, regardless of of who's calling plays on offense or defense. There comes a point in time where John Lynch will take a look at him, who also happens to be a defender, as we know. They're going to look at him and just go, man, well, you ain't getting a job done. 
I just think that that Kyle Shanahan, I know it's ridiculously early. I'm not saying that he's putting one foot in the grave. He might be coaching his team for the next three to five years. Or if he keeps making mistakes and putting his foot in his mouth with his explanations, he's going to be gone sooner than later. So I don't think he's dumping all of this on Wilkes or making him the scapegoat. Uh, but, yeah, when you when you lose, change is, is certainly inevitable. Hey, Kingfish, thank you for calling from Arkansas, man. Thank you. Thanks. No doubt. Simon is here from Cleveland. You're on the JR Sportry Show. Simon, go ahead quickly. Hey, uh, how do you, what do you think about my Cleveland Cavaliers? Uh, I'm real interested to see what the Cavaliers do when we get to postseason time. I know last year they wilted against the, the New York Knicks. Uh, Jared Allen was very clear in saying that the moment was bigger than what they thought it was going to be. That's a, a tough admission. You don't really hear that from professional athletes all that much. Uh, but with Donovan Mitchell leading the helm, yeah, the, the Cavs could potentially win a round or a series this, this go-round when it comes to the playoffs. But I think them, like everybody else, they got to look at the Celtics in the face, and then we have to see who outside of, of Donovan Mitchell is going to step up. Is it going to be Garland? Is he playing too? Obviously he is. Uh, do they have enough talent in the front court? I think those are some concerns. I don't, I don't get too high on teams when they go on winning streaks because for the most part, unless you're like the Pistons, everybody's going to go on a winning streak, and you're going to go on a losing streak too. So it's not a reason to, to typically overreact yeah, unless, unless it's the end of the season, Simon. So we got to see what happens. Thank you for calling from Cleveland. It's the JR Sport Re Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio. I want you to think O'Reilly Auto Parts for all of your car care needs. Get guaranteed low prices and excellent customer service from the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts. It's the JR Sport Re Show here on CBS Sports Radio. We're going to take a break. When we come back on the other side, it's time for a top six list. We're going to take a look at some of the biggest, the best dynasties, dynasties that the world of sports has ever seen. Here on CBS Sports Radio, the JR Sport Re Show. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.